Too Strong is brought to you by Blickman Engineering, home of the top-tier brewing stand. Visit them online at BlickmanEngineering.com. for the beer radio you've been looking for. This is the show that dispels myths, tackles the toughest topics, and makes no apologies for geeking out on beer. Hosted by two guys that drink before they think, Jamil Zainashev and John Palmer. This is Brew Strong. Hey, howdy. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. Greetings, Cretans. There you go. Greetings <laughs> from flyover country. From Cretan country. <laughs> the head uh, Cretan himself. The head Cretan himself. I, the, 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 the John Cretan Blickman is here in the studio with us. He is gracious with his presence once again. And great to be back. Yeah, I I, I think you, you like us. You 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 like <laughs> you like the experience here being in the studio. Yes? I do. It's and it's fun. a strange fascination. <laughs> right. It's like going to an accident and then some stranger coming up alongside you and giving you a handy. Yes? Yeah. Is that what this is like being in the studio? Is it handy female by chance? No. It's kind of more like walking up to a hornet's nest and poking it. <laughs> With your penis, yes. <laughs> is that what being on the show is like? Poking yes. a stick at a badger. Poking a stick at a badger. Let's go with that. Yeah, if the okay. stick is... Uh, no, let's not go there. <laughs> this kind of fine sponsorship you could have, too, if you had been on the ball and not let John Blickman <laughs> grab all this glory early on. I'm the just value is... Impressive. Immense. <laughs> Immense, I'm saying. You are getting every, well, you're getting like at least a couple of cents on the dollar of your money's worth. And that's more than I anticipated, and right. I'm good with that. Right. It's it's like giving your, your money to the government. I mean, what do you really expect back on it? You don't expect much back on it, right? Oh, you don't no. really expect it to help a lot of people. You would, you're fine with paying taxes just as long as it's used in a reasonable and, and responsible way to actually help people that are in need. I'm just fine right? with paying taxes as long as they don't audit me. As long as you don't go to prison. <laughs> right. I'm not sure you do well in prison. You're too, you're too nice a guy, I, I think. I just you're tell too them, hey, a, you're dude, too pretty a man. don't rape me because I can <laughs> brew beer. Right, right. No, that's the thing. This is why I was, I was telling somebody, I tell my police friends or whatever, I'm like, I think I'd do okay in prison. And they're like, yeah, why? I'm like, because I could make really good, like, jail wine. And they're like... Yeah, you probably do all right. <laughs> like, yeah, this this would help me survive. I tell you, if you want to improve your your jail wine making s- skills, check out BlickmanEngineering.com. You got some jail wine making. You got like a stainless toilet available on BlickmanEngineering.com. We got it all. Yeah, you got it all. Everything you need in order to make a great prison hooch. Uh, maybe even great homebrew. Who who knows? Or a great commercial beer. They got it all. They 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 do everything from uh, 
you know, the the more entry level homebrew with the Anvil Brewing and the, you know the more economy uh, value value line. Yep. Uh, to you know the high end uh, Blickman Engineering line. Uh, to small uh, nano brewery. If you, if you want to go commercial, or if you want to just blow off the whole government thing of only brewing 100 or 200 gallons a year, uh, they've got the, the one-barrel, the two-barrel type of systems as well. And? And? Yes? Commercial line up through uh, 40 up through barrels. 40 barrels now. Jesus yeah. Christ. 40-barrel brew ha- or uh, See, fermenters you know, and up to about 20-barrel brew like a, I'm like a freaking mushroom around here. You don't tell me anything. That's because I'd like to show it on, on the show here. So, put yeah, it, they zip up the Blackman Pro Series. Oh, wow. so if you if you are a Blickman fan, and I, I will tell you this, one of the the fundamental things that is helpful uh, when you are when you are a brewer is keeping with a system that you're familiar with, or a you know a technique or a method that you you've mastered. When you radically change your equipment, um, or that requires you to brew a different way. That can really kind of throw you off. So, you know, an opportunity to start with Blickman and continue with Blickman as, as you, you know, chase your dreams of going pro, um, that, might be, that might be something worthwhile there. You yeah. know, if, if, there's, if there's methodologies, and, and generally I would say since you're the manufacturer of all that, I bet you you, you you carry over some of your philosophies from one set of gear to the to the pro set of gear, yes? Indeed. I am not going to put my name on something that doesn't have that same uh, quality and, right. and passion into it. Right. I'm, I'm extremely particular on suppliers mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, design and, and just general, uh, the quality of it, and very, very uh, thrilled with... Uh, the quality of these products and you know so it's kind of nice to have you know somebody goes and and makes that investment to start a small business and become a a pro brewer you know just to let them know that there's somebody that they've uh they've got experience with that they've trusted that is going to be there for them to create these uh new commercial products for them and uh and make sure they get that same quality they expect well and that's one of the things i love about you is you truly actually care about your customers, and you believe that you should provide them a value, and you should you should you know be taking care of them. You should you know that that what they do and their success actually matters to you. You want to see the people that use your equipment be successful. Not not for you. It doesn't go to you know. Well, I collected the money. I'm done. I'm on to the next one. It's. I want to know how that person did. I'll tell you this. If you bought Blickman gear, I want you, and especially because you bought it because of the show, I want you to email John at BlickmanEngineering.com and tell him about uh, your experience with the gear. Good or bad, fill him in. He'd like love to, to hear it. Yeah. I, I think he gets a kick out of anything bad <laughs> as well as good uh, just because it gives him an opportunity to improve things. He's all about improvement and doing things, you know, the best possible way. So yeah. Indeed. Well, this, this is, uh, you know, tell, this tell is the about gear you, that John lives on as well. Right, uh, right. Yeah. yeah, it's not like he's just making something that, you know, there's there's people who are making just stuff that they want to capitalize on the market. They don't actually brew and don't actually give a crap about, you know, the brewer. So uh, that's, I, I raise my glass to you, my friend. I appreciate that, that you do that. 
Cheers. Uh, all right. Um, what are we talking about today? Triple mashing. To, triple mashing. So like back last time. Yeah, we had a double mashing, right? Yes. And and we supposed, hey, how triple mashing? How about quadruple mashing? And we told you to go forth and have your minions uh, knock out a triple mash. And you said, well, you don't have the minions to do that. So you did it yourself. I did. I started at 5 in the morning and didn't finish till like, 4 <laughs> in the afternoon. Well, that makes perfect sense. I don't, I don't there see were a the few distractions in between where I had to go yell at the kids <laughs> and walk the dogs and all that. Any of those a stuff. euphemism for something else? No, there was no monkey spanking. None of that going on. Well, I was walking the dogs. He, he was texting me while he was while he was brewing. Spanking I was. I was texting John the data. We were so excited about it. Indeed. In fact, I brought uh, some samples of the double mash from. Nice. That was that was a show we did in January, and I did the double mash in early December, I think. So what are we? Two or three months. It's still a young barley wine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we'll have to crack that open and we try We will it. taste that on the show tonight. I'll tell you. It sounds exciting down here at the Hop Grenade. Indeed. Right, let's do this. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we will talk. Uh, we will we'll do a recap of the Double Mash show. It's a brief. And then we will taste some beers and you'll tell us about the Triple Mash brew. Indeed. Right after this. Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all green brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new BrewEasy. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, More Beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. Morebeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. Morebeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to morebeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of The Buzz, The Forum, The Learning Center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. 
when I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerone are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Back to the beer guys that make other beer guys look like wine guys. Brew strong. All right, we're back. So, John, why don't you recap for us what we did uh, the previous show when we were talking uh, to uh, a double mash using using the we uh, Mr. Jean Blickman uh, used the uh, uh, the runnings from the first mash back into a new mash and got you know higher gravity that was additive essentially. Right. Right. And and where this all started was, how do I brew big beers in a system that, you know, I've got a fixed capacity that may brew, let's just say, a 060 or 070 right, right. beer. How do, I, how do I brew a big barley wine if I want to do that in my equipment uh, without having to make like a half-size batch? And uh, we were at the NHC... Uh, last year, and and Jamel posed the question: What if you did a a second mash with the runnings from the first mash? So I gave that a shot, uh, and uh, brewed a barley wine, uh, and took it was a, a five gallon batch, and it had a thirty uh, pound malt bill, and I uh, evenly divided it into 15, two 15, 15 yeah mm-hmm. 15 15 including uh all the uh, uh specialty grains etc cetera, etc cetera. and uh uh went through and brewed that and and uh, working with john it was interesting how the uh the actual gravities lined up with the uh water to grist ratio mm-hmm. uh, right. so john tell us about that 
Okay, well, um, as part of my, the work I've been doing for the next revision of how to brew, um, I was looking at uh, some data and uh, working with uh, Bob Hansen of Brees, um, we determined that there, the first running's gravity uh, for any wort is really dependent only on the water to grist ratio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is the water to grist, grist ratio as a function of weight to weight. So um, here in the U.S., we're used to thinking in terms of quarts per pound. Um, and in terms of weight to weight, that's nearly the same as saying uh, liters per kilogram. So if you take like one and a half quarts per pound, that translates up to three liters per kilogram, or very closely. Um, and when you do that and you and you uh, plot that um, using a Lincoln equation and so on, you get uh, the gravity of the wort. I prefer and the Woodrow-Wilson equation, I'm just saying. The Lincoln equation, yes. Um, Lincoln logs? No, um, I think it was uh, from um, um, Stephen Lincoln uh, that formulated the actual equation sometime in the uh, mid, mid, mid-18th century or something like that. But anyway. 1837, I think it was? Yeah. I, it might be 38. I might be yeah. off. All right. Yeah. Sometime around beer 30. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, the so it, it just, um, well, so it was interesting when John was doing this double mash was I emailed back and I said, what's your water to grist ratio? And what's what's the gravity you're getting? And he emailed back the data and it's like, aha, that worked. Um, it was, you know, it was exactly what the water to grist ratio had predicted the gravity would be. And, uh, and another uh, facet of this I've been interested in is, you know, what's the wort retention factor of grain? Um you know, how much wort is held back and what does that mean in terms of batch sparging and no sparge and, you know, your yield from a mass of, of grain and so on. And so this this experiment that John was doing uh, shed light on all of that. Well, and all right, so the amount of wort held in the grain, it's essentially, you know, however much starch you pull out of the grain by weight is replaced by an equal weight of water. Is what mm-hmm. it, so spar, spar, you know, your grain after the mash is approximately the same weight as the grain before the mash. Yeah, when I was finding a lot of that was how much, uh, how much residual wort you left, mm-hmm. uh, as far as, uh, in the bottom of the ton, where you could just definitely right. see. Well, if you if you were to, if you were to the, after you've you know drained everything out, if you were to lift grain off the mm-hmm. top of the bed, it weighs about the same as it did before you mashed. The amount of water that it yeah. retains. Mm-hmm. Really, that makes sense. Yeah, it's 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 fascinating because when when we you know we're we're dealing with thousands of pounds of grain, and so we need to be careful about you know. How much weight that we're lifting with the forklift and and various things that we're doing, and it's 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 fairly close. That mm. is interesting, right? Yeah. Well, um, so it was interesting when John was doing this experiment was that um, the 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 wort gravity after the second mash where you took the runnings from the first 
and add, and then added that wort to uh, your dry grain mm-hmm. for the second mash. Mm-hmm. Um, the wort gravity after the second mash uh, was exactly what the water to grist ratio predicted mm-hmm. um, in terms of an additive. So, well, uh, John, the first the first runnings were uh, something like ten ninety, I believe. Or no, sorry, no, ten thirty six, sixty or seventy or something. Like ten forty six, I think. Okay. Yeah. Ten forty six. Okay. Uh, and then you do you um, took that wort and uh, mashed in the second uh, round of grist. Yep. And you were at ten ninety something ninety. So yeah. forty six doubled. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, it, well, and here's the thing: it's it's the water that's becoming trapped in the in the spent grain it's not the sugars it's not like if you were to add this this wort to to the grain that the sugars are working their way into the grain and and are being retained by the grain it's the water that's that's being locked into the into the spent grain right 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 that's why the sugars are being essentially additive it's the water that gets trapped behind yeah and i and i was uh, pretty careful about making sure that I drained slowly to try to capture mm-hmm. as much of that as I could to pick up as many of the points. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, right, I definitely, mean that, yeah, that has to be the answer mm-hmm. because otherwise, if 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 sh- the, the sugars from the first runnings were somehow being uh, entrained into the the grain bed and mm-hmm. not coming back out it would it would not have got those right you wouldn't data. you wouldn't yeah. get that same number what's happening is those first sugars are just coming back they're they're being ignored it's it's water that gets uh you know exchange for for starch in the uh in the grain okay that makes sense See, I can convince John Indeed. of anything. So then we went on, and and Jamil, I, I think he just does this just to drive me I crazy. Do, I do this a lot, and people people recently have emailed me and go, you know, on the show, you, you supposed this and that and the other thing. You know, I'm going to go ahead and brew this beer. I'm like, great. <laughs> like, I come up with <laughs> I didn't realize how much of this shit I come up with. Hey, I'm just supposing. So I, did, I did the triple mash, and it was there awesome you. because I got to stay in the basement on a freaking cold day and make a stinky mess so the kids don't come down and wife doesn't come down. Of course, they start at 5 in the morning. They're not up till 11. And just had a nice day of peace and quiet brewing and texting data to John. And so it was yep. It was there a great you know. brew day. So you did a triple mash. A triple mash. Did you do the quadruple? I think I asked for a quadruple. No, I'm not going there. Oh, yes, you are. Come on. You got minions. I'm going to go on a mild. I'm going on to English miles. <laughs> After this, <laughs> so I did the, the triple mash. Then was three ten pound mashes. So it was the exact same uh, recipe. Ah, all right. So not bigger. You just uh, I, you I split it into, I, three. into three because nice. we're really trying to see. Okay, does this really work, or was that a coink and ink? Interesting. I'll tell you mm-hmm. this. Regardless of how you're you're doing your mashing, if you're doing all this creative stuff. One of the fundamental things that's important to brewing is water, right? Mm-hmm. And right. I know all you folks out there, you know, obsess over water. I tell you, I got the solution for you on obsessing over water. It's called the Lamotte Brew Lab. 
mm-hmm. or the Lamont mm-hmm. Brew Lab Plus or the Brew Lab Pro. That's what we use at Heretic Brewing Company. We use the Lamont Brew Lab Pro to check our water on a regular basis to make our adjustments based on seasonality of the changes in the in the uh, water that they provide us. We've got great stable water, but with drought in California, our water's changing uh, depending on on the conditions. So we have right. to check it. It's easy to use. My guys are are all up about how, hey, you know, it's 15 minutes, and we can check every parameter, and we know it's accurate. Uh, you know, it's a, as accurate as sending it out to a lab. Now, what's I mean, the difference just, between those kits? Well, uh, the brew lab is, uh, you know, the, the most important uh, uh, tests for, you know, the home brewer. And the Brew Lab Pro or Brew Lab Plus is the same thing, plus a really nice uh, pH meter that my guys love. It's a hundred and fifteen dollar pH meter. They give it to you for an extra seventy bucks. Uh, you and know, that's for, a deal. Yeah, you're looking at uh, one hundred twenty five for the Brew, Brew Lab, and the Plus is just one ninety five. So if you don't have a pH meter, I would go with the Plus. And uh, I have uh, found a pH meter to be invaluable in just oh, knowing where you're at. You I mean, have to have it's huge. a pH meter. You know, yeah. any brewery and any home brewer not having a pH meter, that's, and having that's a, just crazy. having a good one makes a It's like having difference. a speedometer in your car. Oh, no, I'm sure I'm going, you know, whatever speed. No, you don't know. You have a general idea. It seems okay, but... I'm telling you, without without good good mm-hmm. instrumentation, you're you're screwed, uh, and you get at least fifty tests in, in a kit. So for two bucks, you can uh, you know check all your water parameters. I think it's money well spent, personally. Indeed. And then uh, you know it's great. Uh, Palmer approves of it. I approve of it. I think uh, John Blickman, you approve of it. Absolutely. So check them out. Lamont. I, I have noticed. Uh, or, or check your I've local been- homebrew shop. Read John's book and paid more attention to water. Uh, my beers have definitely improved. Oh, definitely. Don't, don't attribute that to Palmer. <laughs> Just give him a big head. And the yeast thing. The yeast thing. The, the yeast book and, and yeast. That was huge. <laughs> well, too. now that makes perfect sense to me. I'm just saying. All right. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we will hear more about the uh, triple mash. Very interesting. All right. Right after this. A few things happened 30 years ago. Arfanet migrated to TCPIP, and the Internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate. Or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch Jade and the gadget guy Roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you. So visit the site or visit the store in Dublin, California and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at hoptech.com. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanishev, and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe, which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe 
until we're able to make a great commercial version, too. We've created a beer rich in malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of citra and Columbus hops at the end of the boil, as well as in dry hopping. This damn-the-cost approach to hopping gives Heretic's Evil Twin a great blast of citrus and tropical fruit that can't be matched by any other hop. The result is a bold, malty, hoppy, but easy-drinking beer. This is our top seller, our flagship beer, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Cheers. To find Heretic Beers near you, click on Find Some at hereticbrewing.com. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and the freshest ingredients backed by the best customer service in the business. Do you like to mash using efficient fly sparging but would like an easy way to heat your strike and sparge water? Enter the new Brewer's Edge Electric Mash Water Heater, a plug-in, anywhere, precisely controlled heater for strike and sparge water. Ditch the fumes and second burner and make mashing easy. Go to williamsbrewing.com today and browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy the Williams way. Back to the two guys that know how to turn beer into beer. This is Brew Strong. All right, we're back. We're drinking all sorts of uh, great beers. Uh, Monsieur Blickman has brought from his cellar. Yes, my 11-year-old Scottish... Wee? Wee heavy. I brought my wee. You brought 11-year-old wee. That went from a wee heavy uh, that sat in my fridge, and it was kind of one of those. Eventually, I made like ten gallons of a wee heavy, and I it's hard to drink that much of that big a beer, and it just kind of sat there for years and years and years, and it it you know then it went through the I accidentally froze all my beers once. I'm not going into that detail, <laughs> and and then I had to thaw it out, and then it was over carbonated, so I decarbonated it. And then recarbonated it and just did all sorts of inappropriate things to it. And uh, I figured, what the hell? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to taste this beer and bottle it. It, it. it now tastes like an old ale. Mm-hmm. And it took first place at the Indiana State That's Fair. That's a great old ale. <laughs> it's got all the figgy, plummy, and you know all that esterification happening. It's got a rich maltiness and, and caramel it notes well. to it and some booziness to it. That's great. It aged well, unlike Palmer. Had, <laughs> oh, don't even go there. That is a great old ale. I, I can see how that got first place. I'll tell you, there are first place beers at Winter Brews Fest, which is now Spring Brews Fest because it overlapped with uh, SF Beer Week. So they moved it. It's now going to be Saturday, April 2nd, uh, 2016 at Toto Santos Plaza. Uh, tickets online are 40 bucks. If you wait to, for the day of, you're going to pay in 50 I'm saying it is so worth going. You're going to see some great breweries there, and uh, you're going to see a great selection of beer. You can see there's going to be music. There's going to be food. Uh, is Tasty having his Tasty's Corner thing? Tasty's Tasting Tent, there I believe, is what it's called. I believe that is going to be happening. I would think it would be a molesting tent, but yeah, yeah, Tasting Tent, sure. 
Uh, we'll, we'll go with that. I guarantee it's not going to be. Right. A ton of great breweries. And uh, I have always really enjoyed going to it. Unfortunately, this year I'm going to be in Sweden on that date. But... Because they moved it yeah. on me. I was going to yeah, be there otherwise. Spitting. I've never missed one. I love the Brewfest. It's uh, uh, com to get yourself some tickets. And uh, check it out. It's across from the Hop Grenade at Toto Santa's Park. So what I usually do is get my drink on at the Brewfest. And when I'm stupid drunk, I stagger across the street into the Hop Grenade. And then I make them take care of me. And they're all smiles, and they're like, yes, yes, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I get in trouble, but that's fine. So you, <laughs> they have great I, pity on Since you. I cannot be here this year, you need to show up for me and stagger across the street afterwards to the Hop Grenade and uh, talk to uh, Kevin and, and tell him how, how much you love him. So there you go. Indeed. Be in, in Brewfest. Come, come knock it out of the park with us. Heretic will be there. I may not be there, but we're going to have some beers on. <clears throat> we take it very seriously. It's kind of like my backyard brew fest. Done. Excellent. All right. So what were we talking about? You you did a... Uh, a, a triple match. A triple with three 10-pound batches. Right. I would have done three 15-pounders, but, you know, that's I, me. I'm trying go to big keep, or go home. I, I, what I'm trying to do on a purely scientific basis uh-huh. is... Validate that additive uh, you already, phenomenon. You already did with a double. I want to see if it goes further. You want to see how far it'll go. I want to see if three fifteens will get us even further. Four fifteens. Does four fifteens really get up? Get well, us considering that I'm not three, doing this till summer. Yeah, it took. It oh, took but him, he's what, doing eight hours, it. Nine hours to do it all. Yeah, it was a. It was probably about a nine hour brew day. Mm-hmm. Well, there were some interruptions of different things in between and. I was really trying to get a highly attenuative wort, so uh-huh. I was mashing at about 148. I'm telling you, I think we're going to do this at Heretic. I'll come out and we'll do that. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I don't know if we can do do a, a double quad, mash, quadruple. a triple. Yeah, that that took. But a while. you know, we we can get you know 15 plus 16 Play-Doh out of out of a mash, 2,500 pounds of grain. And I'm thinking, you know, we do that run-ins, and then. Um, and then we slam in another slug of uh, malt and do it again, and see if we can we can get up to you know like thirty Plato. I tell you, that second mash and the third mash and mm-hmm. maybe the fourth mash, yeah, it goes pretty quickly. Oh yeah, I was you know because you're you know you're fairly close to your strike temp, and uh, you know you just have to dump the grains and give it a quick spray down and load up. Uh, you know, fill up your mash ton again. While you're cleaning it out, you can you know bring it uh, back up to yeah. your strike temp. You for, know, so for us it would be about about the same. So we we have hot water on hand. Yeah, so you're the, you're like the, right the there. Mall, yeah, yeah, everything's yeah. yeah. So it it actually even even from a homebrew standpoint, right. the second mash goes fairly. Yeah, yeah quickly. everything's fairly hot. There's not a lot of waiting. Yeah, yeah. Well, John, I think also let people know. I mean, this you were doing this on a five-gallon brew easy system, right? right. Uh huh. And so each each uh, batch was of ten pounds of grain. Mm-hmm. And but so you doing that fit ten pounds, you got yeah. I can fit about eighteen mm-hmm. pounds in in that like right. pretty five. full. Oh, you should have done three eighteens. God damn it! 
God damn it, John. <laughs> I let you down, didn't I? What, what, what were the, the name uh, of signs final gravity down. readings there, John, on the third uh, mash? Uh, I didn't bring the data with me. Ah. Shame. Uh, I will say, after the boil, I was at uh, one point, if I recall correctly, 1.12. John, if you go back through your text from uh, John Blickman, you'll see it with some emojis and and some other things. You'll see all that data. It's all there, John. Yeah. Well, and I was going to bring up the the pH, too, is interesting how um, stable yet decreasing that was. Mm -hmm. It was a steady decrease in, in pH. And this was mainly a pale mash, or it was your old. What's your barley wine name? Old, um, uh, Jamil's old barley wine. Yes, the English. I one? used I used Jamil's uh, barley wine recipe. So just a little bit of chocolate old. malt, uh, some 120 live crystal, mm-hmm. uh, and then you know just a, a general. I think I used breeze. Uh, uh, malt two row for the the base. Interesting. And what sort of pH drop did you see from batch to batch? We're going from about five one five down to about five oh five. Is hmm. that right, John? I believe so. I'm it's like a point one drop per batch. Yeah, and those okay. were those are readings at uh, mash temp. Okay. Yeah, you know. If you're listening live, stay tuned. We're going to do a show all about uh, questions about pH and mash and all that stuff. Okay. So what was the result? I mean, what, you know, did you experience the same thing by splitting into three as you did in two? I imagine that's the case. Talk to us, John. That's well, was, in, I'm, indeed, I'm, that's I'm, what happened. Yes. Well, that's why I was saying I expected that. You, sh- you should have gone three fifteens, John. That's what I was talking about. Three fifteens, four fifteens. Oh my god! The question is not can you get the to the same way. I think you've proved that. Uh, well, what you is know, your goal in eighteens, there, Jamil? What no, would you seek? To prove? Well, well, here's the thing, and I'm telling you as a home brewer, and less of a scientist and more of a home brewer is I want to know how big a gravity I can generate. What's the, the the biggest gravity I can possibly produce? Now, if that's four mashes or three mashes or two mashes or ten mashes, tell me, you know, where this technique tops out. I want to know using, let, let's say, you know, 15 is a, is, is a good number or 18 is a good number for my brew easy. I want to make, like, the biggest, baddest freaking barley wine or Belgian strong that I can make. Where does it, where does the technique stop? So if okay. I if I did 15 pounds once, twice, that seemed to work. Can I do it a third time, and is it still 100% additive? Can I do it a fourth time, still 100% additive? Where, I got to imagine there's a point where the wort becomes so viscous that this does not work anymore because there's not enough water to replace the starch in the malt. Yeah? Could be. But, uh, but, so that, yeah, but, it, but that's really the number three I want to know. Uh, you know, I would, I would almost say 
that's got to be sneaking up on some of the limits. Right. Especially but you, the but, limits but you of did my three patients for mashing. Ten, ten, well, you did three <laughs> mashes of 10 pounds, right? Yeah. Was it still 100% additive? Yes. Did you, you ended up with the same thing. Yeah. So yeah. based off of that, you know, assuming that the volumes that, you know, if if you had done 15, it would still be additive, right? Yes, right. but decreasing... As far as you know, Volume. because 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 I'm dropping the water to grist weight ratio, right? So in terms of the word out is what John is saying. Yeah, that, you know, he wouldn't have had enough mm-hmm. work to make it worthwhile, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that's what a home brewer wants to know. They want to know how far can I push this? This is the beauty of homebrewing. This is what makes homebrewers like the greatest brewers in the world is that they have this passion and this mindset of, well, that worked. How far can I push this? I don't care if it's, you know, fiscally viable. That's not what homebrewing is about. It's about making the, can the best I do beer. It? Can I do it? Can I make something that nobody else can make? Can I really push the boundaries of what what is possible? That is why homebrewing is the greatest brewing. This is why craft beer exists at all, is because of homebrewers. And anybody who doesn't appreciate that and, and, and understand that, it's got their head up their ass. Just because you sell beer does not make you perfect. Just because you sell beer does not make you greater than homebrewers. That just pisses me off to no end. You, Homebrewers are the ultimate of creativity and passion and, you know, uh, a WTF attitude towards, you know, I don't care that it makes sense. I want to do something better, different, bigger, stronger, smaller, whatever, right? Indeed. That's what's, that's what's great about homebrewing. So you're pushing me to make espresso yes. beer. Yes, yes, come on. French press beer. Fifth, 15 pounds on every, or 18 on every single one. I want to know when it stops making sense. That's what I want to know. I, and, and we should be able to scale this up on the, want, any scale. You For you, Jamil, I think it's about the fourth beer. Yes, diminishing returns. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Tell me where all of a sudden it doesn't make any sense. You know, can I get up to 1.3? You know, can I get up to 1.4? You know, where, where does it stop? Or is it one point, you know, one, two, something, and I'm done? Or is it one point one, you know, eight, one point two? Well, you know, tell me where it stops. That's what I need to know. That's the, the you know, I guess I could figure it out on my own, but I want to know where that boundary is. Yes, I want you to do the work. <laughs> that's the reality. There, yeah. There's, well, that's that's John Blickman innovating for you, right? There's and there's lazy. That's, that's doing Jamil's grunt work. This is yeah, great, right, right? Well, I'll tell you who does does a lot who does who does a lot of grunt work for you. Great fermentations. They've got all the Blickman products, and they've got more Blickman products on their website than any other homebrew shop. So, if you're looking for great Blickman products with great customer service. Great knowledge about the products. I mean, these folks have been to Blickman Engineering and are passionate about it. Go check out Great Fermentations. Great customer service. 
uh, you know, they can get you most of the, the Blickman gear very quickly. All the, the popular items, it's in stock. They actually spend the money to stock it for you so they don't have to uh, go to John when he's down in the basement brewing and ask for stuff and all that. And it takes three weeks. No, instead, they get it to you quickly because John's too busy doing this other crap. He, he doesn't have time to I'm fill in more. research. <laughs> But so I imagine pe- they have the new pe- anvil stuff too, huh? Yes, they do. They yes, do. they do. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's do this. When we come back, I want to talk about some of the anvil stuff that you guys have been doing. All right. And I'll, you know, we'll wrap up this whole uh, triple triple thing. Since you did not do it the way I asked, I'm just saying. Uh, we'll have to Guilt wait for trip. next show. There you go. That's right. All right. We'll be back right after this. Ken Grossman of Sierra Nevada Brewing Company says making great beer is hard. Making the same great beer every day is harder. Brewers Publications announces its latest release for breweries of any type and size. Quality Management, an essential guide for brewers by Mary Pelletieri. Proper quality management for small, regional, and national breweries is critical. Whether you are an established business or brand new, learn the best ways to create and manage a quality system in your brewery. This book will guide you in developing a comprehensive program that will grow with your brewery, help ensure quality processes in the brewery, and continue providing great beer for your fans. Quality management for breweries is critical for continued success. This guidebook teaches you to integrate quality management in every level of the operation. It will guide you in developing a comprehensive program to ensure quality processes in your brewery. Quality management, an essential guide for brewers, now available from Brewers Publications. Learn more at brewerspublications.com. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer. Whether for yourself or as a gift, when you subscribe or resubscribe from the Brewing Network homepage, you directly support programs like this. Get a great magazine and support the Brewing Network. Subscribe to Brew Your Own right from the BrewingNetwork.com. Say hello to my little friend. You've heard about White Labs Pure Pitch Yeast. Pure Pitch is yeast grown right in its final packaging. That means yeast that has never been exposed to the environment. And White Labs Pure Pitch Yeast for homebrewers is now available to everyone at homebrew retailers nationwide. Easy to use, perfectly sized, and ready to pitch. White Labs yeast packaged using their FlexCell process ensures the purest yeast on the market. Visit whitelabs.com to learn more about Pure Pitch, Flex Cell technology, and how it's created. Then visit a homebrew retailer near you for your own perfectly sized package of Pure Pitch yeast. And you can say hello to your own little friend. www.whitelabs.com. That's it. I've had it. I am 
never putting hops in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contracts, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a homebrew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber-special secret Elite Bare Bones Club, where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit. NicoBrew.com. N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W. Nico Brew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. There are two types of people in the world. Naughty and nice. Grogtag is letting you tell it like it is with their naughty or nice labels for the holidays. Grandma getting you down? Slap a naughty label on that four-year-old pale ale and put it under the tree. Did your Uncle Sal add you to his will? Well, he deserves your freshest batch of IPA with a custom nice label. Pick up one set of each and take 25% off your order by either entering code NAUGHTY or NICE at checkout. We all know how much beer you have to get rid of. So why not make it look good? Go find them at grogtag.com. And don't forget to sign up for their newsletter to learn about the Gifting with Grogtag 12-day sale during Christmas. Grogtag. At least your beer will look good. to brew has never been so disgusting this is brew strong all right we're back speaking of backs um porno steve i'm sure you've seen plenty of backs oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) and tattoos all kinds of backs and tattoos on tramp stamps yeah, there's been some good ones. <laughs> Steve, do you need more? Who doesn't need more? That's right. Well, if you need more, go to adamandeve.com. You're going to get more. Go to adamandeve.com. You buy any one item, and then you use the offer code Jamel, J-A-M-I-L. And what you're going to get is lots more. You get ten times more. You're going to get a free special sensual item for her. A free... (laughs) They have slinkies. A slinky. She wants a slinky. That's a large (laughs) diameter slinky. I don't think I can fill that thing. I'm sorry. Uh, Sensual item for her. Sensual item for him. Sensual item for the both of you. Right? Uh, uh, I think uh? Beetle's getting delirious in there. (laughs) Is there enough oxygen in that co- room? I need some coffee and oxygen. I need something in here. <laughs> I, think, I was I, like, what I, can I do that's going to throw him off? I really think the camera should be pointing that way. Oh, it's aerial. Like, they can see me. There you go. Entertaining. Uh, and a free central light for both of you. And then six free adult DVDs. Oh, you know you got some favorites in there. It's like, uh, you know... The dog wrapped in bacon DVD. 
bestiality is not my thing. Oh, bacon, bacon wrapped sausage insertion DVD. <laughs> you know, bacon can't fix every woe oh, in life. Conf- That's what beer is for. Right. Mm. Bacon beer. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm. And. And then so six free adult DVDs and free shipping amongst it. Shipping is the thing that a lot of these places they give you some stuff for free, but they screw you on shipping. And it's like forty five bucks to get shipped. All those things on TV. God damn it, piss me off. It's like oh, it's just like you three know, payments of ninety nine ninety five. Oh no, it's like oh, we'll send you one free. Just pay shipping and handling, which is like another three hundred dollars. Oh. Adam and Eve doesn't do that. Just use the offer code Jamel, J-A-M-I-L, at adamandeve.com, and uh, they'll take good care of you. They're good people, good products, good prices. Yeah, you can't go wrong, adamandeve.com, for all your skeezy porno needs. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's hey, right, everyone, right, everyone has that side, man. Come on. Right. Come on. Except evil. Don't, don't tell me this. That is no. from a porno Shh. professional. That's somebody who's been in the industry a good... 30 years? Seen all kinds of people. Oh, there you go. There you go. It's a whole kinds of people. Different strokes for different folks. Gross. <laughs> That's it's human nature. It's natural. Right. It's okay. It's natural. Okay. It's very pleasurable. Moving along to triple mashing. All right. Yeah. Triple mashing. Where were we? I've lost track. I think we're wrapping. Well, we're, up, we're, we're I guess we're up. kind of summarizing. Yeah. Yes. So summarize for me. John and I were awing on how awesome the data was, and you were saying we should right. have done something different. I'm just saying, you know, if you're going to do an experiment for homebrewers, talk to a homebrewer. Tell me what you're going to do, and I will. I will. I will straighten you out. What what us homebrewers want to hear? I want to hear. I want to hear boldness. On here, I'm going to be doing a pentamash this summer. I have this nice, feeling. nice pentamash. That just coming. sounds cool. It Penta, does. Quad Penta, mash doesn't sound cool. Yeah. as cool nah. as pentamash. Penta, pentamash. You it, should it trademark that right the now. Tongue. The Blickman pentamash. Pentamash. I think you should just trademark it for the like an automated of it. an automated machine that just like mashes. I am a pentamash. Oh, all right. What about a continuous <laughs> mashing is closer machine? Than a blade. Mm. Ah, you. Quit blowing in my ear. You you are the guy who could make this. A machine where I, like, just hook up a sack of malt, and this thing just continuously It takes a proportionate amount every time. Just drains it out and just does the mash and then, uh, you know, recirks it back in until it reaches the limit of mashability. And that's the wort that comes out. It's mashalicious. Yeah. And then you could add water to it and drive it up to and set it to whatever gravity you want uh, in whatever volume you would get. Conti- it's crazy. A continuous mashing machine. But so crazy, it might just. But you know, you, oh, yeah. I was thinking of other products uh-huh. that John should be inventing. And uh, the They're one all really... Adam and Eve products. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the one that really occurred to me was uh, a coffee maker. I think a Blickman coffee maker. I nearly could. spit up my beer at that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because there's there's not a really good coffee maker on the market. I mean, you check them all out on Amazon, everything. Triple and brewed. There's a million yeah. of them. There's a million I of them, and every coffee. single one of them has something wrong with it. I mean, it's like it's cheap, it's plastic, it breaks, it leaks. Uh-huh. You know, not hot enough. It's like I think if John were able to design yeah. a coffee maker, it would be awesome. So these Italians don't know what they're doing. They don't. 
these three thousand dollar Italian machines are. No, but we want, you know, but we need the American 2495 coffee maker that actually. (laughs) I don't think Blickman could make a 2495 coffee maker. I think he could make like the best goddamn coffee maker in the world, but it's going to be a thousand bucks. It would give you coffee syrup. Yeah. No, (laughs) but I mean, he's he's taken the Blickman top tier, you know, Blickman engineering boilermakers, and he's worked those down, you know, lower price point, all the features. Uh, with the animal yes, line, I think you yes. can do it with the coffee maker too. I, I'm just saying, beer is far more important to me. Yeah. So maybe but yeah, you got to stay focused. Stay focused. Yeah. Focus on beer. Well, All I'll right. tell you, one of the things that you, you've done for beer is actually done this anvil line with with John Palmer, who's a yes. cheap cheap motherfucker. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, we share some girls. Mofo. I don't know. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, so this is, you know, fill us out on what's going on with this line. This is, you're, 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 uh, creating some products at a, at a more price sensitive point that yeah. are still solid, still, you know, reliable, durable, still high quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just saw a lot of products that were entering the market that were, um, a lower price point, but the quality was, was it varied a lot. There's a know? lot of crap out there. Yeah, you know, and and uh, you know we're we're all about uh, quality. It's what we do. I well, I wouldn't put my name on anything that backing is up what you less. say, right? And and this was a product line that we could. Uh, produce a really nice quality durable product but it mm-hmm. doesn't have all the high-end features of the blickman line mm-hmm. um and uh you know we're we're still extremely particular about our suppliers right in fact i would to a large degree hate to be a blickman supplier <laughs> because we're we're pretty particular well, i bet you you're a real prick in business i'm just saying <laughs> Yeah, attention just, to details. Goddamn pain in the ass to deal with. That's got to be perfect. <laughs> Call me a prick, I gotta but, get, I gotta but get a prick's a good got price. a head on it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, John, I mean, you've you know you've interviewed and and gone to done you know supplier audits essentially with all your suppliers, haven't you? Yes, I've I've gone you know and a, a number of these are imported just to get the uh, the price where it needs to be. Right. Uh, but. I'm very particular again about who I uh, uh, will have as a supplier. So I went to visit uh, these suppliers, and um, uh, you know, before we made our final selection. And uh, in China, things range all over the board. I wanted a supplier that um, was very quality focused, uh, that treated their people well. Because if people are well treated, they produce quality products. I wanted a supplier that. Um, so I should stop beating the people at Heritage. Is what you're saying? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Right. I wanted a supplier that had a lot of uh, automation. Hmm? I mean, just things as simple as lighting. I want a supplier that used proper lighting so they could see the the product to make sure that they were uh, uh, doing it right. I wanted a more modern facility. Um, I actually uh, visited a supplier where a number of our uh, competitors' products were produced, and um, it was not it was not uh, a, a facility that I was 
uh, wanting to make our product in. So we we found a uh, a facility that um, was great. The people were friendly, uh, just amazing, good people. Um, they took pride in their work. Um, the management there treated them like family. I think that's important. And uh, a lot of a lot of automation. Uh, you know they were. You know they cared about the people on their safety. It was. It was. I was very impressed, and I really like uh, the products that are coming out of there for us. So, uh, yeah. So that mm-hmm. was a that was a great trip, and I'm very happy with the suppliers that we've we've got for the product. So, yeah, I, I think the products look great too. I mean they're 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 heavy duty. They're um, very bright, very blemish free. Um, yeah, just great looking uh, products. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm happy with them. I mean, it's, uh, you know, John and I had talked over the last couple of years about, you know, um, business opportunities together and, you know, um, getting, uh, Palmer Brewing Solutions, you know, my brand, uh, behind it and, you know, working and developing some products, um, you know, some unique products in the industry. Mm-hmm. One was the um, burner that, uh, that you have yeah. burner. Yeah. The burner. I'm, I'm really pleased That's with a uh, phone you use for drug deals or. Oh Blit- yeah. The Blitman burner engineering's yeah. burner. The burner. Yeah. Oh yeah. Self-destructs. There you go. No, it's a, uh, it's, it's uh, got all, it's all cast- the, the, the top drug dealers on speed dial pre-programmed. Uh, no, go ahead. I, you threw him. Yeah. Well, how does how does burner and phone work together? Burner phone, like drug dealer. Right, burner it's a phone. burner. You 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 toss it after you've used it. It's usually an expensive phone right. that you can use. Oh, have matter. you not watched like uh, Breaking it's, Bad it's, or something? Yeah, yeah, no, I've never watched those that kind of show. Things. Yeah. It just seemed like everybody before. was mean on it. I just wasn't interested. Was mean on it. Just John doesn't like mean people. Who likes mean people? <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, the you know the the new Anvil burner. Um, it's uh, we designed a aluminum, a cast aluminum uh, burner, uh, so saves a lot of weight, but it's high efficiency, like the uh, larger Blickman burner, and uh, you know performs really well um, at you know much better price. Mm-hmm. Well, and you have all these things at uh, Anvil Brewing. Dot com. Dot com. Mm-hmm. So check them out. Uh, you know, if if Blickman and Palmer are willing to put their names to it, then that's all I need to know. They're not gonna they're not gonna sell you crap. They're gonna sell you something uh, that's a value. I think value oriented goods where you know you spend your money and you get value for money. I I think you get that with the Blickman line of yeah. products. I think mm-hmm. you, I think the investment might be a little bit more. But I think the value is still there. I don't think oh, there's definitely. anything you sell that isn't a value. But if you don't have the resources to, to you know, to get the the top of the line best stuff that that you can possibly get, you know, there's there's stuff that you can get that is still solid and still reliable and still going to do a great job for you. And uh, you know, your your value range is lower. But I think, you know. That's what you're looking for. You're not looking for the cheapest. You're not looking for you know the most expensive. You're not. You, what you're looking for is value in anything you do, and sometimes that value, right. you know, you're you're being returned, you know, mm-hmm. more because you invested more. Yeah. Uh, that the thing you don't want to do is 
pay money and get screwed. It doesn't matter if you paid a little bit of money or a lot of money. If you don't get returned value for that, then you got screwed. It yeah. doesn't matter if it's a penny or a $1,000. Mm-hmm. You can either get a great value or you can get screwed. Mm-hmm. And so, that's, the devil is in the details, right. and those are the things that we pay close attention to. Right. Right. You Absolutely. Know, on those, just to make sure that you know things are very solid. Uh, you know the microstructure of the stainless. Mm-hmm. You know the quality of the welding. All that it's very important. Okay. Yeah. You don't want something that's going to rust through, be a piece of crap, and fall apart on you. You know, after five brews, you want something that's going to mm-hmm. last you a long time. Maybe it doesn't have all the bells and whistles, but that's solid brew gear that's going to going to help you make Indeed. great beer. You know, time and time again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, there's a there's a lot of home brews. You know, spirit. I mean. And the do-it-yourselfer, you know, making your own equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you know, when it's when you decide that yes, I'm going to spend money on a piece of equipment, you know, you want that equipment to be, you know, elegant in its function and its qu- high quality. I mean, you well, know, yeah. when you bring it home, you know, you want that feeling that you got a great deal because you know this was money well spent. This is not something you could pr- have produced on your own. And, uh, you know, from the burner, the way we engineered that, to the anvil pots, to, you know, the other products. We're, we're, Scales and spoons, we're, just even yeah. simple things. Yeah. Yeah. And the other products we got in the pipeline. Raised blades, mirrors, all that stuff. Heroin oh, yeah. needles. You find it all anvilbrewing.com. All right. Great show. Thank you, uh, everyone. Uh, stay tuned if you're listening live. We're going to do a live Q&A about uh, pH. Right after this, I don't know, John. Can you can you stick around? I can hang around. That's, we got beer, so that's, I'm here, baby. I'm all, all right. about the hydrogen. <laughs> all right. If you enjoyed this show, realize that it's Mr. John Blickman that decides to pay for the show, so you don't have to. At the very least, you could go to freaking BlickmanEngineering.com. Check out all the goodies they have there. I'm not saying you have to buy anything, but at least learn about what they have to offer. Check out anvilbrewing.com, what they have to offer. And, uh, you know, if you enjoy what you hear, send a nice email to John at BlickmanEngineering.com. Love to hear from you guys. Just tell him that you enjoy the show or you think he's funny or you think he's interesting. You appreciate that he actually does some of this experimentation himself on your behalf. I think that's totally cool. I don't know of any other sponsor in the Brewing Network who does that. So uh, big kudos to Mr. John Blickman. Thank you very much for... Eight years of sponsorship. You've been you've been wonderful, and I really appreciate it. Love to do it. Brew strong, also, everyone. Yeah, you can also check out thebrewingnetwork.com slash store. Hoodies, growlers, hats, uh, skateboards, uh, wax for your skis. They got it all. Uh, uh, Brazilian waxes. They've got cert- certificates for that. Vivo uh, shaking her head. Absolutely yes, he says yes. They've, they, it's in stock. The, the Brazilian waxes. Check them out. BrewingNetwork.com store. Every penny goes to the bottom line of the Brewing Network and helps keep shows like this on the air for you. Until everybody, until then, everybody, brew strong. Brew strong, everyone. <laughs>